Hello and welcome everyone to the Almost Awesome Podcast, the only podcast coming to you live from the fifth dimension. I am your host, Tanner Rainhurst, and today we have some catching up to do. So, I've uh, had some personal stuff recently that kind of slowed me down from doing the podcast and also making more reviews, but that didn't stop me from watching movies, TVs, and playing video games, because frankly, I'm boring. You know, the things I enjoy. Which is the real reason I do this podcast and and review stuff having to do with pop culture, because I love it and I believe that all these forms of media and entertainment are really important to society in general. But we also have to have a good standard for it. I've also been watching a lot of Queer Eye lately, so I'm full of positivity right now. So, over the next few days, I'm going to be releasing uh, three different reviews for three different games. Um, or three different things, I should say. A movie, a video game, and a TV show. So, this first one is going to be all about the new Marvel feminist propaganda film that is Captain Marvel. Um, so, first impressions right off the bat, uh, I really like this movie. <laughs> it's got a solid story, it's really funny, it's got some great performances, and I think it's a movie that really anybody can enjoy. But let's get into some of the specifics for the movie. So the film, so a little bit of backstory, the film centers around our lead character, the infamous Captain Marvel, introduced to us as a woman named Veers, played by Brie Larson. Veers is a human, spoiler, a human member of an elite warrior team who fight for the alien empire known as the Kree, who were introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy. The Kree are at war with a shape-shifting race known as the Skrulls, who can infiltrate a planet and pass for anyone. Veers, like all Kree who are not already blue, is infused with Kree blood to make the dumb human body of hers stronger. <laughs> Power that sets her apart from other Kree. She can generate energy blasts from her hands, which she can use to either fight her enemies, or can even help her fly around and propel her like a rocket. After her mission with her team that undergoes a rescue operation to free a captured Kree member from the Skrulls, Veers is captured by the Skrulls, who use their technology to see into her memories of the past, which she herself can't remember. We learn that she is from Earth and was a test pilot in the Air Force, and later we discover that her name is Carol Danvers. That is not a spoiler, that's who the character is named. So, sorry if you were wanting that little tidbit for the end of the movie, but that's who she's called. She soon escapes and ends up on a new planet. Unfortunately, this new planet is 1990s Earth. After teaming up with a young, strapping Nick Fury, Veers and Fury set out to uncover a mystery around her past and stop an alien invasion. So... Like I said at the beginning, this movie is really fun that anyone can go and enjoy, even the whole family. Brie Larson is perfectly cast as Captain Marvel. She is charismatic, confident, funny, and compassionate, but you also believe that she is this warrior who could take on anyone like Thor or Captain America. 
From the trailer, I got the impression that she might be this emotionless killing machine, which I was worried about because we have way too many gloomy killers as heroes. Even Captain America falls under that category sometimes, where he's just this, like, stoic, just like, I'm just too buff to really do anything. (laughs) That's my uh, Chris Evans as Captain America impression. You are welcome. But no, instantly, from the very first time she starts talking, Larson delivers a performance that is funny and relatable. Which is a smart choice, because when you do a fantasy or sci-fi movie, you don't want to alienate the audience with having very foreign concepts or a very complex world-building in your movie. All of the alien stuff is very straightforward and only used to really set up things in the story that have their own little payoff later. But in this movie, there are some great performances. Sam Jackson gives a very energetic performance as a 90s Sam Jackson. I mean, uh, a two-eyed Nick Fury. Which helps break Fury out of this mold of the jaded spy and adds more dimension to his character. And how his time-keeping, or his time teaming up with Captain Marvel, gives him the inspiration to believe in heroes and find more like her. Which leads into the events of Avengers, where he tries to gather heroes. Veers' mentor is Jan Rog, I think his name is. And I don't care if nerds try to correct me that it's pronounced some other way, because that's a made-up name. He is played by Jude Law, who gives in a solid performance as a seemingly supportive friend and commanding officer for Veers. But underneath, he has a lot of condescending attitudes and a dark secret that I won't spoil here. Then there's the actress Lashana Lynch, who portrays Maria Rambo. And she brings in the pesty human connection to this movie for Carol that I guess we needed to have. Who cares about humans? But she is a link to the past for... Veers, and is also a representation of the adversity that women faced not only in the past, but also reminds us with this whole movie in general, the adversity that women face all the time. Annette Benning plays the Supreme Intelligence, who is the leader of the Kree Empire, and is definitely not a bad guy in this film, so I don't know where you got that idea based on the name Supreme Intelligence. But... She gives in a great performance, because she, Annette Benning has this great presence about her, and when she is on screen, but there isn't a lot of dimensions to her character, even though she plays a couple characters in the film, actually. So, but I won't spoil what that is. Also, quick note, uh, Ben Middleson, who's the guy who's played every bad guy in every movie recently, gives in a surprisingly funny performance as the Skrull General Talos, who serves as the primary protagonist for most of the film. And, uh, you know, his famous, or my favorite performance of his, will always be him in The Dark Knight Rises, where uh, his famous catchphrase, Can we get some girls in here? 
will always live on in my heart. Um, now, the only real weakness in this movie is the action. While I wouldn't say it's dull, I would say that the action scenes are a little uninspired. They start out strong as we quickly find out Captain Marvel's powers, but the real first big action scene with her by herself after she's captured by the Skrulls, her hands are bound in these metal restraints that are like cylinders, but once she escapes, her hands are still bound. And at this point, it's been established what her powers are. But putting her hands in these bounds like that, she's instantly given an interesting handicap. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is how you take a, like a really powerful character and add stakes to a fight. And I was like, I really appreciate that because I know I'm pretty confident she could beat up all these guys. And she's still beating up all of these guys, even though she doesn't have the one power that could easily take out all these guys. And that's what you really need. Um, there's even a fun chase scene later in the movie between Veers and a Skrull that is quite fun to watch and makes great use of both open wide shots outside and indoor close medium shots with fight scenes in closed spaces. And it doesn't use that same shaky camera stuff you find in the Russo Brothers Marvel movies like Captain America, Winter Soldier, or... Civil War, or just really anything having to do with Captain America now. <laughs> but after that action scene, the action doesn't really stand out. And the ending fight scene has Captain Marvel fight against a few strong opponents. But it's set in this very dark room, and the action becomes very hard to follow. And it got to the point where the three guys she fights, I lost track of. And walking out of the theater, I honestly couldn't tell you how she beat them. And I was staring at the whole screen the whole time. So, yeah. Then it ends with her using her powers to their fullest potential against Kree ships under the command of Ronin from the first Guardians movie. Uh, which was a better fight scene than the one they previously had and her final confrontation at the end of the movie with the real main antagonist is very fitting so it kind of makes up for it one thing I almost wish we had was a fight scene where we see how strong she is compared to Thanos Marvel and Brie Larson have had a hell of a job setting up a brand new hero so late in the Marvel movies right after Infinity War and half the universe being dead as a result of that film. They were setting up Captain Marvel as someone who might be able to go up against Thanos, or might be the hope, the solution, or at least something else that can be used against Thanos. But he is the most powerful being in the universe, especially now with the Infinity Gauntlet, and can just do anything. Well, I believe her power is on is on par with someone like Thor, since she can fly and shoot lasers and has pretty good strength. I think it would have been great if she had a fight scene against Ronan and be able to beat him, something that all the Guardians of the Galaxy were not able to do, which would have, like with Drax and Gamora, because that would have helped you go, oh, 
if she could beat Ronan and none of the Guardians could, then yeah, I think she can actually stand up against Thanos. She has a better chance. And that would put her more on par with Thor, someone who, at the end of Infinity War, was able to kind of take down Thanos, but was too late. I mean, I don't really need proof that she can do all this stuff. I'm just saying that it would have been a nice addition. All in all, this movie's a fun ride, despite its few flaws, and it shouldn't distract you from liking this movie. This movie is all about female empowerment. And it is about time Marvel made a solo superhero film. And also, there was a nice little touch in this film that I didn't realize until just now, is that Captain Marvel doesn't have a love interest in this film. And I was thinking back, it's like, what other Marvel movies don't have a love interest? And it's like, almost all of them, almost every Marvel hero has had a love interest. Captain America, Thor, um, or at least like somebody they kind of flirt with or something. And I was thinking like, Black Panther has that. Spider-Man has that, of course. Captain America has that constantly. Uh, Black Widow, the Hulk, like Iron Man, uh, even Doctor Strange. All of them, I'm like listing off examples that I'm just now realizing. All of them have some type of love story or love interest in this film, and this movie doesn't. And that is something that I think movies have needed for a while to kind of prove whether it's a man or a woman in this big action role or a big blockbuster film, they don't always need a love interest. They don't need some kind of love plot to help them motivate them. And I think that was really cool. Even Wonder Woman had a love story in it. And I think it was really interesting. Like, looking back, it's like, oh, like, that kind of set her, that kind of set this movie apart from the others in terms of storytelling. It proved, like, not only does a woman not need a love interest to be interesting in a movie, but they also proved that a superhero doesn't need a love interest in order to be interesting. They don't need that. They can still be a superhero without it. And I just kind of realized that. So, yeah, that should be the takeaway from this film. So, even though I didn't get the same sense of, like, empowerment that I got from Wonder Woman after leaving the theater, even though, like, Wonder Woman had an awesome soundtrack that just makes you want to kick ass, just kind of looking back on it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, that was a really bold step. And you, you don't notice it. You don't notice it. It's gone until you're, like, looking back on it and going, oh, yeah. So, great job, Marvel. You have my approval. You, you can go ahead and keep making movies, Marvel. I approve. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, this review. Um, I will be putting out two other reviews very, very soon. I'm going to be working on them now, but you won't have to wait long for my next review. So take care, eat your vitamins, tip your waitresses, uh, 
slap your babies on butts to help them burp. I think that's how you do it. And I will see you next time. <laughs> We'll